I want to suck a huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bitches? I was not expecting that. <laughs> it's like he's saying what we're all thinking. <laughs> the guy who submitted that file named it Drunk Tank theme song Use With Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he knew what he was going for. He knew what he was doing. It's That's awesome. It's not bad enough that he had to make it. He had to make sure that I was going to be here and hear it. <laughs> well, thank you very much, sir. I'm flattered. <laughs> How's everyone doing? It's a Wednesday podcast time. Doing great. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Is everyone coming off the high of the Drunk Tank Awards? <laughs> <laughs> Still living the dream? Still in the cloud? I can't believe how much shit we caught in the forums about the awards. Did we? What did we catch shit for? Just every, everything. Everyone has an opinion on the, the internet. The voting process. If they don't like it, <sighs> if they don't like it, they can make their own awards. There you go. That's the way it works. They're not real. I mean, they're not real awards. I mean, oh, hey, hey, hey. Don't demean it. Do not, <laughs> do not undermine our credibility <laughs> on mean, our podcast. Last year we did trophy. I mean, that's how, how more real you need than trophy. A physical trophy. Yeah. We're, we're in the trophy design process once again. <laughs> the trophy design committee met yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 we're net positive because no angry or snippy emails were sent. hey uh, Things are working out. Do you know what you're going to do for the trophies yet? Uh, we're probably going to keep to a very similar theme as we had last year. Last year you had the like the generic beer cans on top of yeah. trophies, right? Yeah. They were American flag-themed trophies with generic beer cans on top. And eagles flanking the generic beer. I'd like to see the grizzly bear make it in because last year we wanted to fit a grizzly bear and we couldn't figure out how to do it. It'd be nice to see if we could revisit the, it, that. The, the, it's the, there's, it was surprising last year in the trophy design process, like looking through the catalogs of stuff you can put on trophies that they have pre-made. Some of the stuff that they had was surprising, and then some of the stuff they didn't have was surprising. Yes. You couldn't get a bear. You couldn't get a tank. You couldn't get a bear on a tank either. Yeah. <laughs> that's shocking. You couldn't get a dude holding a can of beer or a bottle of champagne. There was – that no, seems which impossible. Seems like, it seems like that would be something you'd give like at a golf tournament. That's what yeah. I picture. Like Or a chili cook-off, <laughs> right? Where, where are the chili cook-off trophies? They're just like giant spoons. <laughs> Or a giant bean. We would have paid to have custom trophies made, but there was a surprising lack of customization in the trophy industry. Yeah, it was it was trophy industry. You are lagging. You disappointing. You can get any kind of Kit Kat in the world. They can make that. If you (laughs) think of it, they can make a Kit Kat based on it. But you cannot get a trophy. So we should get a chocolate coated trophy with a cookie wafer inside. Then we're then we're set. Inside out. And vanilla instead of chocolate. I had trouble when I was looking. You a while ago, Bernie. You wanted to do um, little like stainless steel M's for people in the company that made like a video over a million that went over a million. I still want to do that. I couldn't find like I found a bunch of places that said that they did custom like paperweights and whatnot, but they didn't have that as an option. What if we just get M kitchen magnets? Just and like then a everybody, magnet. yeah, everybody has their desk. space on the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> or they, or in knowing our company, people will take these powerful magnets and put them on their computer right next to the hard drives, and then <laughs> come complaining when all their stuff gets erased. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie might swallow one. <laughs> 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 never know. Well, you know what that was inspired by that idea. I wanted to have a, essentially a one inch by one inch square M, and then you could give it to someone when one of their videos hits a million views, and that way uh, they'll have a stack of them on their desk. My stack, of course, being the biggest. you know what that was inspired by what okay i did an interview um with one of the guys and i'm not gonna remember his name Uh, oh he's like scott probably not that important scott guthrie scott guthrie right got it (laughs) i did an interview with him and another guy at microsoft these like really high up engineers i mean microsoft but on the side we normally don't deal with which is the 
the really smart side. <laughs> the OS side. No offense. <laughs> you just, just insulted everyone we work with over there. Just... <laughs> to everyone. Everyone I just insulted. You guys are the cool social guys. <laughs> Microsoft. But uh, he was talking about how at Microsoft in the research and development department, they have these little cubes, these one-inch by one-inch cubes that they give as a reward to their engineers or you know people in their technical departments. And that they have competitions for these little cubes to see how many they can stack up. And, like, some guys will have a bunch of them stacked up in their windows. And I was like, well, what do they give the cubes for? What, like, what would earn it? He goes, oh, they're all for one thing only. And I said, what is that? When somebody gets a patent. And it's yeah. so they have stacks on their desk of guys that have earned, like, 60 patents at That's Microsoft. Awesome. I, That's I think the guy, we, crazy. the guy we were interviewing that day, I think he had, like, 25 <laughs> Wow. So, we so have fucking patents, the, dude. The better you do, the more crap you get on your desk and it makes it harder for you to work. <laughs> is that what it is? It seems no, like at least it. you can build a wall to hide behind so you don't have to look at all your other nerdy coworkers. <laughs> you, you earn your cubicle? Keep them trying to steal your patent ideas. It's like, it's like the original Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like ours would be for a million views on YouTube, which I think is very similar goal. Yeah, of course. Of very similar. One is for changing the world, and one is for making a misleading thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have yet to resort to the multicolored thumbnails, the just Jeff's face with the... Behind with yellow. <laughs> yellow or uh, the green background. That is the key to success, though. We really should do it's, it. It catches the eye. Is that what it is? But everyone has them. It's a Take a dude, put a blonde wig on him, and like Frankenstein... Like lipstick, like Phil Hartman used to wear on Saturday Night Live, and then put them on a yellow background, and you get ten million views. That's all you need to do. <laughs> so you just secret. Need, that's the secret to YouTube. Guys. You just need Gus with the yellow background. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's not nice. You, you look good in a blonde Thursday way. Night Gus. <laughs> so did you guys hear the? We were talking about the uh, connect numbers last time, or yeah, <laughs> oh boy, yeah. we were off a little bit. Yeah, we were. Well, I guess they had intentionally been holding on to those numbers to to unveil them at CES. This like they unveiled it like two days after we talked about it, right? Yeah. It made the, us look like we were way off in our I think to recap, what we were saying was Microsoft had said they hoped to sell 5 million connects by Christmas, or th- by the end of the year. And, we and had, they were at two and a half. I, I thought think. they were at four, weren't they? I think they were at two and a half at the time that they had announced that. They were going to sell another two and a half million. And when you say Microsoft, you mean the cool hip side of Microsoft? The cool hip side of Microsoft. Yeah, the beer drinking side of Microsoft. <laughs> the every man working class. Yeah. <laughs> Microsoft. <laughs> Polo shirt, Microsoft. Got those nerds <laughs> with the pads on our desk. <laughs> yeah, when the, the article we linked, uh, Connect had reached four million sales. Okay. Whoop whoop, damage control. <laughs> <laughs> and what uh, what did they end up with, Gus? Uh, I think they announced that they had sh- they had sold eight million. Yep, oh, wow. eight fucking million connects. That's pretty impressive. It's a lot of connects. Do you know what else was announced? Michael Pactor announced this week that the Xbox 360 outsold the PS3 by more than two to one in December. Also, the Wii fell off. So I think yeah. this last 2010 was definitely the year of the 360. I think, I think the Wii sold 2 million copies, the 360 sold like 2.5 million, and the PS3 sold 1.2 million. Crazy. In December. That being said, uh, the PS, I think the Wii will continue to decline, but I think 2011 is going to be a very good year for the PS3. That Oh, you think so? I think I so. I think 3D might help them a little bit, but yeah, I think the PS3 should have a good Uh-oh, somebody's going to phone Ooh, Look at you. Excuse me, I managed um, to take this phone call. They, they, uh, uh, they, they've got some big games coming out. I know that do. Little Big Planet 2 comes out this month, uh, Uncharted 3 later in the year. Kill Zone 3, mm-hmm. Resistance 3, I think, as well. A lot of threes coming out. So, so that being said, when is the next generation of consoles going to start? And uh, is there going to be one? Well, I don't think there's in, anytime soon, right? Well, the 360 came out 
2005, so a little over five years ago. I imagine we'll start maybe hearing about it by the end of the year. I rem- I feel I seem to remember a couple of years in Sony and Microsoft both said they wanted the, their consoles to have a 10 to 11 year life cycle this really? time around. Yeah. So we the might original, be halfway through. The original Xbox was four years. Yeah, 2001 yeah. to 2005. Yeah, they cut that one real short. Um, and the PS2 was a year. Had a year head start, so yeah, they were five 2000. years. 2000. I think do they, st- they still make PS2s, right? Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. a while, they were even better selling than 360s and PS3s. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, well, I mean, I, I assume we'll hear about it soon. I don't feel like I've outgrown this current generation of Fuck consoles. No. The PS, I mean, like with previous generations, like the PS2 and the Xbox, you'd feel after a while like maybe you've gotten a you, – you, you could imagine things looking a little better because the computers – the PC side, it's so eclipsed them. But I feel like uh, things are still pretty consistent between the PC, the 360, and the PS3. I'm not saying it looks the same. PCs obviously look better, but they have really haven't eclipsed them. I totally agree with you. As a matter of fact, I was playing Left 4 Dead 2 uh, on my Mac today via Steam because I was uh, I'm investigating. I found out, and I realize I'm very far behind the times being a console gamer, but there's a whole community of Steam users that play Left 4 Dead 2 and create custom campaigns, which is like the greatest thing ever because then you, they can they have this whole website where they can vote them up and then you can just go download new campaigns and play all new single player Left 4 Dead 2 if you play on, on a PC or a Mac. So I've started doing that to look at, you know, ideas for Achievement Hunter and stuff. And the P- Left 4 Dead on the PC definitely looks better than Left 4 Dead on the Xbox, but not much. No, I'd say not much. Well, it depends on your machine though too. Yeah. I got a pretty nice machine, but it's not not that much better. Well, you're also running on a Mac. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a, it is still a port. True, true. Right? Would you would you say it's a port? Um, yeah, kind of. I'd, I'd be more concerned. Macs typically don't have the the best graphics card, and we don't def, we definitely don't buy the best graphics cards for our machines here. Whenever I've been at Valve playing the games, I've been playing it on PCs because mm-hmm. that's what they develop on, and the PCs that they have there to run the game, it's it looks really good. Well, I'm sure. I mean, it looks really good. It looks good on the Mac too. It, it definitely looks better than the Xbox. I just wasn't like there wasn't like a, a crazy disparity in quality. I'm gonna tell you something. Left for Dead. I think it's easier on the PC. You think so? I do. The more precise aiming with the mouse? Yeah, I mean, it's like it's a, you know, they do a good job of balancing it for the 360, and I, I've played 99% of my games on the PC. I mean, excuse me, on the, on the Xbox. But, uh, yeah, on the PC with the mouse and the keyboard, I think it's an easier game. Well, it should be accurate, I think, even with auto-aiming. No, yeah, I like could totally that. agree. Hmm. So you, uh, you're still exploring all these. Are you going to be making a lot of videos? or? I think so. I think I'm going to do, like, our Left 4 Dead videos always do really well, and I've always chalked that up to the fact that, Left 4 Dead has this great dual community of 360 users and then also, you know, Steam users. And so that there's – I get good crossover when I make like – because, you know, both both have the same achievements uh-huh. and everything. Uh, so I've always assumed that I, I was able to benefit from having you know, those two large communities of Left 4 Dead fans. So I don't know why I can't do it the other way and film stuff in Left 4 Dead PC or Left 4 Dead Mac and then – presented on Achievement Hunter to Left 4 Dead Xbox fans who would like to see that there's cool campaigns out there. Mm. Like there's an Area 51 one I just downloaded I haven't played yet and a bunch of other – it looks awesome. So Somebody you, remade Dawn of, De- Dawn of the Dead. No shit. Yeah, so I'm about to, I'm going to play that today. See, that kind of user-generated content stuff is really cool because you can get the games that everybody are kind of thinking about but that legally can't be made. Yeah, yeah. And then they just push all the rights and all the responsibilities down to the Ex- user. <laughs> Except in the case of Dead Rising. What's that? <laughs> Except in the case of Dead Rising. Yeah, Dead Rising was interesting. Remember when yeah, they added that disclaimer to the front of the game? Yeah. Saying that this is, has nothing to do with Dawn of the Dead by George Romero. I, I bet George Romero had something to say about that. I would, I would imagine George Romero has something to say about every zombie movie. <laughs> and he should. Yeah, no kidding. It would suck to be, like, in your lifetime, you make a monster and it becomes, like, what you do becomes genreized, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And you can say that, yeah, so sure zombies existed beforehand, you know, that there was what Griffin, I'm going to call on your expertise here, was voodoo. Yeah, but it's a totally different thing now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, the movies yeah. established sort of the, I don't know, what would you call it? like the archetypal zombie. Yeah, well, archetypes and also the rules. I'm kind of like how vampire movies, you know, establish what a vampire is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then it's like, then anybody gets to make his movies, you know? It's like if everyone made light sword yeah, but it's gotta be flattering. space knight movies now, you know, and they didn't call them Jedi's. They said, oh, these are not Jedi's. These are light sword happy people. It's gotta be flattering, though, to know that you've influenced that many people or influenced an entire genre. I mean, it has to be flattering in some ways. More than just being feeling yeah. like you're a doctor. I'm, sure, I'm sure it doesn't flatter his bank account. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh come on. And then he makes he he's still making zombie movies that are fucking direct to DVD. You know? Oh really? I didn't oh, know yeah. that he was. That is okay. the problem. Yeah. That is the problem. He's making yeah. stuff like Survival of the Dead. So you know? he was ahead of his time. And the Dawn of the Dead remake. Dawn of making, the Dead remake. He's is... making a hundred million. You know, yeah. hundred fifteen million. Starring. The uh, dude from uh, Modern Family. Yeah. Phil, oh yeah. Phil, uh, oh, he was in that. He was the bad guy. He, well, he was like the suck the jerk. What is his name? Phil Dunphy. That's on, awesome. on Modern Family. That's his character's name. Also uh, had a, a zombie baby in it. Oh, yeah, it did have a zombie baby. That's Spoiler. right. Spoiler. <laughs> if you haven't seen that 2006 movie by now, I apologize. Is that when it came out, 2006? It's, I, I'm guessing. It was I, like, I thought it was, it, was older, it was older. It might be than older that. than that. Was that the first time in that mo- the remake that you see Fast Zombies, or did that happen before? That was the problem with that movie, Fast Zombies. Well, yeah, that was the first Fast Zombie. I, I think that that's, I mean, I mean, it had to happen eventually, right? You can't be scared of something that... that Sure you can. They overpower you with their sheer numbers and the fact that they're tireless. They never stop. 2004. 2004. So you're against Fast Zombies. Oh, my God. Yes. It's terrible. The name of the actor is Ty Burel. Burel, right, yeah. Burel? Burel? Something like that. That's the guy's name. I read that his mom called him and thanked him when he got the part of Modern Family because... He was, she was happy that he wasn't playing douchebags anymore. I read that, too. It was in the American Airlines magazine. I read it on a flight. He's got kind of a douchebag feel to him. He does, for sure. So, yeah, he, he I'm, does. I'm glad to see him breaking out, though. As we start doing more events, I realized when Jeff said that, that there are some months where I read the American Airlines magazine about 15 times in one month. Yeah. Yes. Because there's nothing else to do sometimes on takeoff. And sometimes I'm like, God, why can't they have this more than twice a month? Why yeah. do they have to wait every two weeks to speaking, replace this? Speaking of takeoff, did you hear yesterday that Ariana Huffington got kicked off of a plane because she refused to turn her BlackBerry off? And some uh, some guy sitting next to her in first class started berating her, and they wouldn't stop. They got into a, like, a visible screaming match, and it almost came to blows, and so they threw him off the plane. Really? Yeah. And they had to deal with the FBI. Turn off your fucking BlackBerry! Turn the phone off. You guys are babies. God damn. All the rules. So I, be- I believe we've been over this before. Yeah. There are rules. And we disagree. Griffin and I disagree with you guys. Yeah, I think that... Well, y'all are going to be on different planes than us from now on. No, I... Have, have, fun, have fun in the in, in the not cool planes. It's just not, it's not <laughs> yeah. just that. It's just the idea that you guys get so weird about the rules, but you, you're not like that in real life. Like, I mean, you get really hung up on airplane rules, but I wouldn't say that you're both, like, sticklers for, like... What are you talking about? I don't know. What do you think I mean, real life means? Well, Anna, you know what I'm I don't, I, like, I don't, <laughs> In every other aspect of their life. I don't speed or do anything, like, dangerous or against the law. <laughs> I, f- I follow the letter of the law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. Well. I'm a good dude. Does that include, does that include lying right now? <laughs> yeah. I need, I need you to stay out of jail, so I will go ahead and agree with you. Hey, know. speaking of staying out of jail, when are you guys going to finish the story about Griffin in uh, the French nope. Quarter? <laughs> no, that story was finished. <laughs> No, there's, there's more to the story. What happened, Jeff? God. You should have heard all the bad things she was saying about you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, you did hear all those things. You were here. <laughs> I uh, I got to remind you that I know a lot about you, Jeff. Yeah, no, no. We 
<clears throat> we're at a stalemate. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a deterrent for me, guys. <laughs> we got a whole hour to fill. <laughs> I feel like I've embarrassed her enough over that story. Maybe we should bring the liquor from the kitchen in here. <laughs> the worst part Do some was, shots while we're doing this. It's a long story, and every new group of friends that we hung out with for the next, like, five days, he had to tell the story over again. And that was the worst. To tell it right takes about a half an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like new material. You hone it for a while. That's right. Take it on the road. <laughs> <laughs> what do these work in stadiums? Well, with? here's the thing. Like, Jeff doesn't he, – he he exaggerates stories for effect sometimes. Like, and I don't know if you're aware that you do this, but – Or in some cases, I, uh, <laughs> I like, de-exaggerate stories. <laughs> yeah, okay. But anyway, I <laughs> – De-exaggerate. I, I don't remember that night for, most, for the most part. Boy, do I. <laughs> so I'm not sure if I was really as bad as you say it was. That's the fucking worst. Sometimes my wife gets drunk and does stupid things. I'll tell her about the next day. She's like, I'm sure you're exaggerating. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's not like what you're saying. Like, bullshit. Yeah, I know your wife. I'm not sure that you're exaggerating. <laughs> Whenever people try to do that to me, I just say, don't tell me. Just, I'm sure it was awesome, and I don't want to hear about it, whatever I did. Mm-hmm. Can we start guessing? Can we play 20 questions? Gus, you want to go down <laughs> What did Griffin do? No, no you're a great wife, though. Okay, Griffin. thanks. Especially like when I came out of you know my colonoscopy, and I was totally out of it, and you interviewed me with your cell phone while I was laying in a hospital bed and made fun of me. That was cool. <laughs> I took like three took, videos. Took a video of that. That was awesome. Is that on YouTube yet? No, but I was thinking about giving it to you guys if uh-huh. you wanted it. Cool. This would be like a perfect insert for, this, for the Enhanced Podcast. Perfect insert. <laughs> <laughs> How did that go, by the way? Perfect Jeff? insert. I don't remember a thing. <laughs> that guy's a pro. Yeah, they were good. I don't know what happened in that room. All I know is I woke up and I wasn't sore and I felt fine. Yeah. That's the, I, that's the thing. Like, do you, do you really need full drugs for that? Like, is it is it really that painful? Is it painful or is it just like... Guys don't what, want to be what, around for the experience. Do you want us to leave for this uh, conversation? Why, why are you asking him? He doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They, they stick about seven feet of camera. Oh, is it that much? Yeah, oh, that's a lot. A lot. Colon's, a lot colon's a lot. A lot of okay. all squiggled up. I can see that you may want to be knocked out for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, how, how, it doesn't just what, like peek in like a you, turtle. Do you know what like what the diameter of the camera tube or whatever is? I don't like, know. Is it, that, is it huge? I, I didn't get it? into it with him. You didn't ask? Conversation no. already creeped me out. You didn't yeah. want to look at it? Listen, so I, by science. I went into the room and the guy said, can somebody turn that thing off? Because there was a beeping noise. And then I looked over at a lady and she goes, that was this is going to relax you. And I was like, okay. And then she goes, and this is going to put you to sleep. And then I was putting my clothes on. Yeah, and then the next thing I knew, I was a full member of Sigma Chi. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I did a Google search for colonoscopy camera diameter, and the second re- <laughs> the, I don't think that's a common search term. The second return is I need to perform a colonoscopy to myself. <laughs> why? <laughs> <Would> anyone- <laughs> oh my god! Is it like a like a recreational thing? Or like, why would anyone need to do that on their own? He's gonna he's gonna tape like a tiny camera to a bathroom snake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is getting. I think Dawn I'm, I'm the, reading Dawn, it now. I'm pretty sure it's a joke. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to loop this back around. Dawn of the Dead. It's like the time the guy had the long tutorial on how to have sex with a dolphin. Did you ever read that? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dolphin love. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know what else that reminds me of? Is remember Bonsai Kitties? Yep. Yep. Man, that's old. <laughs> that's super old. old. That was that dude who would make – he would put kittens in glass jars and feed them through intravenous tubes so that they would grow in certain shapes. And it was clearly fake. Okay. But – the best part of that page was the hate mail page. Hate mail pages have gone away on the internet. Those used to be a lot of fun to read. Yeah. They actually, like, they used to have pages then, like, specifically for that? Yeah, where you you would post all the angry letters you got from the internet. And you don't do that? Nobody does that anymore? Uh, I really, I can't remember the last time I saw that it, on. Now it's just every forum everywhere. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Every yeah. comment page. Right. Yeah. 
There's a uh, there's a whole site based on that where a guy just like con- constantly trolls people like from eBay listings and Craigslist and like okay I'm coming over to drop off the twenty tons of bananas right now <laughs> don't come over. I, by the way, Dawn of the Dead grossed fifty nine million dollars. Wow! In two thousand and four, one hundred two thousand worldwide. Hundred two million worldwide. You mean? Well, I say hundred two thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. disappointing. It lost, lost fifty eight million overseas because of the currency exchange. <laughs> yeah, the dollar used to be a lot stronger. Um, but I had a friend in college who would play a very funny joke. He, yeah, when, when one of my friends would go off to class, my other friend would go in his room and just make phone calls all day from his phone. Would just go through the white pages, which which was a long time ago, is how you called people. It's that thing that shows up <laughs> on your front door every once in a while that you throw a, away immediately. I don't think it shows up. Any, I haven't seen it. Because it goes in the recycling bin I got one every last time. Month. Oh, yeah. you, you put it in there? I throw about four of them a, a year away, yeah. Okay, so he would just call random people? He would call random people and say that he was – he would give my friend's name. Let's call him Bill. He'd say, <laughs> I'm Bill, and I'm from so-and-so. Like He'd make up some random stuff, like I'm from Furnace Repair. We're coming to t- take out your furnace today. We'll be there at 4 o'clock. I uh, just want to let you know, courtesy call, please call us back if you have any questions. And so my friend would come back from <laughs> class, Bill, and he'd have an answering machine full of irate people screaming at him <laughs> and phone calls for the rest of the day about like, you know, I paid that car bill, you son of a bitch. Oh, God. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. We had that the other day. We had a wonderful alarm company here doing repair work. Yep, God. wonderful. They set up our alarm system to call somebody's uh, home phone. It was, it was calling the wrong number. It wasn't calling the alarm monitoring station. It was calling uh, someone's cell phone. Didn't you say that they also forgot to like turn off the system or something before they were testing it, and it was calling the police? Yeah, and they started calling the police. And the uh, the phone line they were calling, the alarm was calling out on uh, – it doesn't ring in our office. Uh, the, that, that's our fax line. So the person couldn't call us to tell us to stop. So he sent us a fax. <laughs> You're driving me crazy. <laughs> Do you have the fax still? It says, please stop. This is not a fax number. This is a cell number. Driving me crazy. <laughs> Underlined. <laughs> oh, no. I just realized. This is a driving me crazy. <laughs> so I guess it really is. Hey, did you guys see this? Uh, I think I showed this to Jeff the other day. I didn't realize that iTunes did this. But I guess if you buy certain movies uh, through iTunes, an example they give is the other guys, you can do searches to find specific scenes in that movie. Like you can type in words and it'll search the movie script and take you to a point in time where those words were said in the movie. Really? Yeah. Pretty cool. I guess it's like some exclusive feature they have on iTunes. You know, obviously they can't do that on DVD or any other digital platform. So yeah, you can input a word. And then you mention it in the script will be retrieved along with the link to the exact moment in the movie where the line was uttered. That's pretty cool, but I wonder how often that would get used. It would be great for, like, theater student oh. monologues. And I guess it's, they yeah. also have a clip and share function that lets you take select scenes and post them to social networks. I haven't tried this out yet. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. What social networks? I assume Facebook. Good Lord. I can tell you how often they would get used. They would be like, look up Guy's Wife. Have you ever seen the other guys? Yeah. Yeah. Look up Will Ferrell's wife. They yeah. look up that. Yeah. Who's your, or who's your wife? Probably the number one most searched term on that in any across all the movies is like, I'm going to take a shower now. <laughs> <laughs> or, or something like that. Come to bed. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Put your clothes back on. <laughs> That's where that would get used, Jeff. Oh, man. Hey, can I complain about something? No. Thanks. No, go ahead. All right, I'm going to do it anyway. I decided um, recently that I am going to start getting back into reading comics on a regular basis. I can see that. I have uh, taken a couple years off. I mean, I still read comics from time to time, but not as voraciously as I did growing up, you know, for about 30 years. And uh, so 
I decided that it's a perfect time to start reading comic books because there are a bunch of comic book readers on the iPad, and I can just buy comics digitally and not have to worry about collecting them anymore, which is a problem for me. And you also get rid of the stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks you have. No, I'm going to keep the 10,000 we have already, but I'm just not going to add to that. I'm going to just buy them digitally. So I go, and there's like a Marvel Comics app. There's a DC Comics app. There's another one that's like combines both of them together with other independent comics, and it's all very cool, and it works well, and it has this cool Zoom feature, except the catalog is retarded. Like, I wanted to catch up on the Uncanny X-Men. The most recent episode of the Uncanny X-Men they had was July of 2009, and they only had like seven. They had like seven in a row, and then... Five years previous, they had, like, another five, and then, like, five from the 60s. So, And it's like that for everywhere. Like, I couldn't find a comic that had come out in 2010 or 11 That's that I could read. Why, yeah. why would they do it, it like It's that? like a limited selection. Like, if you want to go read Crisis on Infinite Earths, you can do that. But I read that 25 years ago, you and know? Didn't, yeah, didn't we all? Classics. Or, or if you want to read, like, Dark Knight or something like that, you, you, you can – but you can't like keep up and buy comics monthly. Like I'd like to like, be able to surprise, you know, subscribe and be like, I want a Batman every month. Just give me a push notification when it comes out, and I'll really? pay two dollars for it and I'll read it. Really? And it's, you can't. Yeah, it's terrible. It's like it's so far behind. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Like the most recent comic I found was something that came out in July of 2010. I think that might have been a Batman comic. And it's like, great, I'll be seven episodes behind starting out. Now I still have to go to the fucking comic shop and buy the comics well, or wait for a graphic novel or wait for them to upload it. In. I figure we're far enough along in the cycle because these things have been out since the, since the iPad came out that we should be getting regularly updated content. Right. So that sucks. But in a way, I mean, can't you see that they would make comics available online and that would instantly affect your ability to – have a comic book shop i would imagine that comic publishers like dc and marvel aren't that concerned about local mom-and-pop comic shops i think that they probably do the majority of their comics through newsstands and it wouldn't it be a hell of a lot cheaper for them just to make digital copies and not have to worry about the printing process when the hell was the last time you saw a comic at a newsstand you can go to heb and see comic books in the magazine rack no yeah Yeah, i haven't seen that in years man sure or any bookstore I sent a bet coming. <laughs> HEB I was in I was around. in Now's the other day, oh, the and H- they had a, H- they had a comic H- book rack at Now's. Oh, yeah, but Now's is different. They H- got, like, is a grocery store. Kind of grocery stuff. store. Now's the local pharmacy. Yeah, Now's is like, and it tries to do that like throwback kind of thing. So, it, it, of course, they would do something like well, that. If, comic it, if it makes available. you feel any better, Jeff, I just read. I guess like last month, Diamond is uh, investigating launching digital comic distribution service. Oh, that'd be perfect. That'd be great. And uh, so, I guess they'll hopefully have that soon. When I it seemed like when I was a kid too, a lot more people had subscriptions to comics. Yeah, those, I used to through the mail. Yeah, yeah they, and they would come directly from Marvel, right? Do they still mm-hmm. do that stuff? I would assume so. I say, I say Marvel because I read good comics when I was. A kid. <laughs> I read Marvel when I was a kid too. Fucking DC stuff. I got into DC when I was uh, more adult. <laughs> when Vertigo came out, I started reading that stuff. What does that mean? Vertigo comics line, like Sandman and all of those like adult themed comics. I read Sandman. Yeah, it's great. Good stuff. Hellblazer. Yeah, you can still sign up for a subscription to Marvel Comics and have a mail to you. You can? Yeah. That's interesting. You get, well, like, Amazing Spider-Man, 12 issues. As a collector, Jeff, why would you want to get a subscription versus getting like a, their comics at the comic shop or vice versa? Why would I want to get a subscription through the mail, you mean, or as through my iPad? As a collector. Oh, uh, well, there is one There is one small thing. Uh, I don't know if this is what you're getting at, but if you buy a comic through like directly from Marvel – it doesn't have a UPC code on it. It just has a Spider-Man logo where the UPC code is. That's cool. 
<laughs> so, I don't know if you guys know that. So the re- like the real estate on the image still... is, is it's they just replace what where a UPC code would be with like a Marvel Comics logo or like a Captain America shield or a Spider Man logo. Is that preferable? As a I don't think it matters. I don't think I don't think one is going to be worth more than the other. I just always found UPC codes on the front of my comics to be ugly. Mm. I just went to the uh, Marvel subscriptions website for the first time ever. I you know I don't read comic books. I've never been to this website, and I went and I looked and I saw you can do this. And as soon as I visit the page, there are items in my shopping cart. Really? I instantly Whoa. have twelve issues of the Hulk and twelve issues of Incredible Hulk for forty seven ninety four in my shopping cart. Weird. Eject. That's crazy. Now here's what's really crazy. Do you like the Hulk? <laughs> Didn't know that. Like, what if we can figure out how hard you're banging on the keyboard? It's <laughs> like the Hulk. The Hulk's right up this guy's alley. Maybe that's based on IP for our uh, company. I don't know. I don't think any of us, anybody else, would have gone. That would be a weird shopping cart. Yeah, know? no. I mean, I was doing that stuff last night at home on my iPad, so wouldn't be that. Now you're saying you weren't doing doing uh, during office hours? Are you trying to say that? No, he, I would be happy. The rules. I would be happy to <laughs> buy comic books during office hours. Breaks the I'm sure I could figure out a way to make that beneficial to Achievement Hunter in some way. <laughs> I gotta do my research for the whole game of, comes out. During one of his designated 15 minute breaks. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Thor game coming out this spring. I should do some comic research. Jesus. So are you inspired by the Thor trailer to get back into no, comics? No, no, no. Not at all. Who's gonna watch Thor? Uh, I watched an interview with the actor and it made me really not want to watch the movie. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's gonna watch Thor and I don't know who's gonna watch Green Lantern. I'll watch Green Lantern. I don't think I will. Green, Green Hornet Lantern. comes out this week, right? Green Hornet is already out, I think. It came out Friday. Came out Friday. Oh, did it? Wow. I saw uh, I saw a funny tweet by John Cho. You know, John Cho played uh, Sulu in the Star Trek reboot. Uh-huh. And uh, his tweet was, you know, I'm really starting to suspect that I'm not in this Green Hornet movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the box office here to see how Green Hornet did. And uh, I don't think it's out yet. Huh. Oh, it's not? Maybe it comes out Maybe this Friday. Can, yeah. You want to go see Green Hornet, Gus? No, I'm I'm really not. Sorry, my phone's going crazy. Today. I'll see Green Hornet because I like Seth Rogen. Yeah, I like Seth Rogen, and he too. wrote it, so he's, he's a good-looking guy. Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> I, fi- I picture you more of a Zach Galifianakis fan. No, he's he's generally funny in whatever he does. I think. Yeah, definitely. That's insulting, Gus. Speaking <laughs> of funny, I discovered something new last night, and maybe I'm behind the times, Bernie. Maybe you know all about this, but if you don't, I think you would you would love it. You know, there's a new Ricky Gervais show. An animated Ricky Gervais show on HBO. It sounds awesome. It's just called the, pod- the Ricky Gervais Show, and it's like the podcast with Ricky and Stephen Merchant and Carl Pilkington. But it's in a half an hour form, and it's animated. And they sit in a round table, and they just it, it, Carl is the entire focus of it. They just skip Carl to talk for half an hour, and they just berate him. That's all their stuff. Yeah, it's it's way it's way better. Like I I watched our red listen to all their like history of whatever stuff yeah. they did. This is way better than that. Something about it being animated really works for it. Yeah. And uh, he, it's, Griffin and I watched an episode last night. I thought I was going to die. It well, is really funny. The nice thing animating funny. it is they can do kind of like the cutaways, like Family Guy style, except yeah. it's really funny. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, you should check it out. It's on Zune Marketplace. You said probably it, other is, places. Is it currently, you said it's currently airing on HBO? I think so. It's the, it, got the, it had the HBO logo before it, and it had 13 episodes on hmm. Zune. So I assume that it wasn't a 13-episode season. It could be, though, cable. could be. Unlucky number, though. Ah, true. Anyway, you should check it out because it's very funny. I will definitely check it out. I know I how much you like Carl Pilkington. There's a way that I can get hold of it. Yeah, that, that whole podcast was great, man. Yeah. Not as good as this podcast, but, <laughs> you know. Do they still do it, or are they, nah. they done? No. Nah. Oh, okay. I even liked uh, Ricky Gervais in Grand Theft Auto 4. I did, too. I watched it a couple times on the, on the Grand Theft Auto TV. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was happy with that cameo, and I wasn't happy with many of the cameos in that. 
thought they were kind of weird and crowbarred, but that one felt okay to me. Yeah. So when are the when's GTA Five coming out? I mean, let's let's be honest. It hasn't been announced yet. No. Yeah, I'm going to assume it's going to come out in holiday 2012, right? Think- they'll announce it at E3 this year. It'll be out next year. Yeah, I was, I was expecting they'll make some kind of announcement about it this year. That'll be four years, right? Um, will it? Yeah, I guess so. Has Rockstar ever made any kind of space game at all? Like future game? Uh, not that I can think of. No. They, I mean, they made Grand Theft Auto, Max Payne, um, the bully Red game, Red Dead... Both Red Deads. Uh, uh, let's see. Okay, going down table the list. tennis. Ta- Rockstar table tennis. Yeah, I don't think so. It'd be interesting if they did a uh, like a futuristic Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I wouldn't want to make any any kind of third person action sci fi game in that genre and have to follow up Mass Effect for a while. That's true. I was thinking it'd be you know could seem like a, a knockoff Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah, especially with Mass Effect three coming out this year. Supposedly. They just did. I felt like I was pretty unenthused about a Western Grand Theft Auto, and they nailed it with Red Dead, though. Yeah, you were totally unexcited about it. You weren't even going to pick it up. I thought it was a ripoff of Gun. (laughs) I didn't even know there was a Red Dead revolver. I'd never heard of it the first game. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, yeah, there's already been, like, a GTA clone that's in the Western Gun. And I liked Gun. I thought it was okay, but... I looked at Red Dead, and I was like, eh, whatever, and then I played it. it Who was... Gun was never soft, Yeah, it was never soft. Okay. That, uh, that dude that got to play John Marston is probably one of the best voice actors in video games. That's If that's one thing, that, I mean, they excel at a lot at Rockstar, but they do great voice acting casting. They really do. They do. They really do. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that game. I know I'm on record with that already, but I thought that guy was, was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. My wife liked him a little too much. Uh, yeah, she told me. <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason. She wanted to play. We, she came over to for that like twenty four hour thing that you guys were doing for Achievement Hunter, and uh, she wanted to play that game, but it took us too long to set it up. <laughs> yeah, then she lost the mood. John Martin, <laughs> um, did you all read that? Uh, Cataclysm is now the fastest selling PC game of all time. Was it four point seven million in the first month? Yeah, that's three point three million on day one. It it beat the previous record holder, Wrath of the Lich King. Dude, <laughs> kudos to them. That is a great fucking game. I don't know for a fact, but I bet Wrath of, the, Wrath of the Lich King beat the previous record holder, Burning Crusade, <laughs> if, I, so. if I had to guess. So you like the changes in Cataclysm. Jeff, you were telling me you like it. How, I like, love how quickly it. you level now. I love it. There's, it. It's great. It makes sense because every time we've played, we've like ended up giving up around 30-something or 40-something. Just as things are starting to get good, we end up losing interest or getting busy with well, something you, else. You, you start to hit that grind wall, you know, yeah. and that's when it starts to get a little boring. And it's, it's really streamlined. I really like all the changes. I do feel like I haven't actually played WoW yet because I haven't had a 60 or above character. We agree. We were going to talk to you about it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really <laughs> becoming a problem. You should stop saying you that can, I play it. <laughs> you can I... have one pretty quickly. Take yeah, no, I know. It's just two matter weeks. of focus. Let's play WoW tonight. Okay, but I still have to finish uh, Fable 3. Let's play WoW tonight. Okay. You know, nah, you really don't have to. <laughs> the records aside, like it's interesting that they set a, a record, but just the fact within their own franchise that they're selling the games faster now, like it's hard to believe that at Cataclysm, there's more dedicated day one fans than there was for Burning Crusade or Wrath of the yeah, Lich King. Yeah, I find that really Yeah, it's weird. interesting, right? Mm-hmm. How far into that game are they? Five years? Six, uh, six years? Six years. A little over six. It launched in October 04. And a big thing with all these numbers, all these sales numbers, always tends to be as well that, like when we talked about the Connect, there's some kind of question there as to, well, how many of those units are sold to retailers? Right. Shipped versus sold. Yeah, yeah, they're sitting on the shelves at retailers, and they're considered sold depending on how they book it. 
But with something like Cataclysm, I mean, they're probably shipping less units now, I would think, and selling a lot more digitally. I bet. So, I mean, I bought it digitally. Yeah, I bought it digitally as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. same here. Especially, man, I got to you give kudos. I don't know if we talked about this before. I know I talked to you about it, Gus. I am amazed at how they have that system down where you can download part of the game and start playing it. Yeah, you start playing in like less than 10 minutes yep. or Th- almost instantly. That is amazing. I mean, that is that's crazy. That's what yeah. I like to see. I like to see people who have a successful product that's doing well. We talk about this with Netflix sometimes too where they're already on top. They're already doing well, but they just don't stop dumping in innovation. Mm-hmm. You know, Like there was no reason for – Blizzard to do that. They were already on top, but now it's like it makes it so easy for you to get back yeah, get, in. Get new people to jump in. That's just ba- like you just stream the starting area wherever you're at, and then everything else is just downloading in the background, churning. That Battle.net service in general is just tremendous. Like, it is an easy-to-use website. It's fast. It's streamlined. I, like, I went in, re, uh, like I had two inactive accounts for Griffin and I, reactivated the accounts, bought Cataclysm, ported Griffin's character over to a new server so that we could be on the same server and was downloading and playing it in like 20 minutes mm-hmm. without ever without ever having that point where I'm like, all right, so I need to port How the fuck do I do this? Mm-hmm. Where's, ah, God damn it. Where's the help? Yeah, it was just, just right through. Very cool. I get what you're saying, but at the same time too, like having those accounts on things like Battle.net and Steam, the Steam is helpful because independent developers can put their stuff on Steam. Mm-hmm. And it's, it seems very helpful, but actually I think that's a little bit harder because then when you get to the point where, well, I have a password and account on Steam. It's got all my information there. I can just buy it through Steam, and it's easier. It makes it harder for little guys to sell their stuff individually. Mm-hmm. You know, like another example is like iTunes. Sure. It's, it's a lot easier to just, oh, I'm just going to type in my password and buy something on iTunes. Yeah, like I bought that, that game Amnesia the other day through Steam. I could have probably bought it through their website. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if like Minecraft was on Steam at this point, is I don't even know if it is or not. But I, I mean, think I, so. I bought it through the developer, and I haven't thought I haven't done that in a long time. You know, so it's it's in some ways it's helpful, but in other ways it kind of traps you with these juggernauts that you've got to put your stuff with them. Mm-hmm. It's true. Battle.net going to start offering uh, services to other developers, or is it just I doubt strictly it. It's Blizzard? It's just for their stuff. And is Battle.net expanding to other Activision now that it's Blizzard Activision all in one? That's a good question, but I haven't heard any talk of that. Wonderful to see Bungie's next thing on Battle.net. It was, remember, it's, it's, it's Activision Blizzard. It really wasn't, you know, Blizzard isn't a part of Activision. They're partners. Does that make sense? Well, like, they, they're on equal footing. It was a mer- merchus. Yeah. <laughs> it was like they merge purchased each other somehow. Yeah, it's like it's a weird relationship. Yeah. Did you guys see that news that hit about Bungie yesterday? Mm-hmm. About all the websites that they filed for? Or pat- like yeah, the they, names they, they filed for? No. Yeah, there's like four or five, right, Gus? Yeah, I, I don't remember what they were off the top of my head. Oh, here. Are but running, I do remember. Are they running reading. for president? <laughs> Something about world domination. There was a seven in there. Yeah, there was a seven in there. Yeah, there's, a, I guess, some new domain registrations. It's similar to how people figured out Bungie Aerospace, where they figured out domain registration information. Who's the person doing that? Yeah, pr- people were just sitting there, F5ing Dotster all day and GoDaddy. I guess it's so. A, it's like a live stream of registered domains going by. <laughs> it's like the Matrix. <laughs> Except way more boring. Way, 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 way more boring. So I wonder, what do you think? Uh, it's just rampant speculation. I mean, what do you think? Do you think Bungie's next thing will be on a console? You think it'll be on a PC? I, I, who knows? Uh, I, I don't. Uh, they have weird roots. I mean, the I don't know. Mac to Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yep. With some PC, I think Oni was on PC. Myth was PC was as well. It? Yeah, Myth was. I, uh, yeah, Myth eventually got ported. They didn't do it though. I think. 2K or someone else did the PC port of Myth. I think Rockstar did it. Now that we're saying that, didn't Rockstar pick up one of their IPs? I think you're right about that, yeah. 
Wait, um, didn't, didn't Rock, Rockstar picked up Oni? Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. I can't imagine that whatever they do, if it's for Activision, would be any exclusive to any console or system. Like, if it appeared on the PC, I would imagine it would appear on the Xbox and the PS3 as well. Call of Duty's on all of them, right? Yeah. Okay. Call of Duty's on all of them. Interesting. What's, it, what's the hubbub from the guys who left uh, uh, Infinity Ward? I don't think they've really announced anything yet. They hired some people. I know that. There, uh, there's like a new lawsuit going uh, right now about it, actually. I think Activision's coming after them right now, saying that they were trying to destroy Infinity Ward from the inside or something. I don't. I, I might be misquoting that. I guess could probably find, find it in the link. <laughs> Weird information. I, I just remember reading something last week about Activision going after him again. Yeah, Myth 2 was, uh, uh, you know, oh, Myth was started by Bungie and then Myth uh, taken over by Take 2 after Microsoft bottom. Take 2. It'll, I tell you, it'll be interesting to see what the Call of Duty game is this year because you know there's going to be a Call of Duty game, but it won't be uh, yeah. Treyarch. Yeah, according to the old schedule, it should have been Infinity. Modern Warfare 3. But uh, but will it be, or will it be one of those new developers that Activision brought on board? I, I saw some rumors, there's some rumblings about it potentially being a Modern Warfare prequel. <laughs> modern Warfare prequel. Following the the uh, the exploits of Ghost, I believe is what I read. So you're saying it's a prequel to Call of Duty 4? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> that should be awesome. And when you say it like that, it sounds stupid. <laughs> 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 well, I, I, uh, are you tired of World War II shooters yet? World War II? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Nah. It, it just seems like they're so ingrained. I've been playing them for fucking ever since Wolfenstein. You're either shooting World War II, uh, Afghanistan or in space, right? So it's like, they're all the same to me. Then, yeah, they didn't <laughs> They're all the else. same. As long as the game, <laughs> as long as the game, the mechanic is fun, I don't care where the setting is, you know? Yeah. Halo could be a Civil War game if it played the same, I wouldn't care. Interesting. Civil yeah. War game. There haven't been very many of those. I know there was there was that History Channel one, right? Fuck that game, dude. That game <laughs> I have nine hundred points in that stupid game because two of my achievements are glitched and I can't get them. Are they mad about you that. just messed them up? No, they're glitched. It's a well known, well documented thing. Yeah. <laughs> what at your desk? It's well documented. You can't. <laughs> I don't know what the ach- specific achievement is, but I think it's like to get fifty kills with a pistol and fifty fills, kills with a knife, and it just doesn't work. Like I could sit there and get a hundred in a row, and it w- wouldn't count. I remember you doing the knife one. Yeah, and there's this whole thing about you can delete your save games and then clear the cache on your Xbox and try. Yeah, I'm not going to do all that. So I just, <laughs> you're not going to bother trying. I'm not going to go through. I've deleted my save games. That didn't work. I'm not going to fucking go through the problem of like clearing my xbox resetting my xbox just to try to get two shitty achievements on a shitty game that came out five years ago yeah i'm not going to go to my memory storage unit hit y for storage <laughs> maintenance and exactly. Hit a to exactly clear <laughs> cash. i'm not going to sit down and so enjoy hard. a video game <laughs> again i'm glad we're on the same page you know you could they could do they could uh in the halo universe there is a uh insurrection they could do a interplanetary civil war in a sure. way it's more like a not really a civil war but more like a suppressed uprising kind of a thing so they could do that if they wanted to would you play a futuristic civil war yeah i would play anything if the gameplay is good i I really don't care kitchen mama if i've never played it but i'm if it's awesome i'd play it you actually do they have any cooking games i mean there's a game for everything yeah Yeah, cooking mama cooking mama it's actually i thought it was a joke no 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 kitchen it's kitchen mama right no there was cooking mama but i think it eventually became kitchen mama as the the newer one is it for xbox 360 Wii, Wii and ds it's a nintendo game okay yeah i don't i mean i don't care settings and graphics don't really matter to me as long as gameplay is fun 
You know, if if that kind of stuff mattered, then why would why does Minecraft have a million people playing it? That game looks like shit. So the cooking well, is the cooking game actually like does it require some skill or knowledge about cooking or is it just something? I've never it's a played, DS. Game. I've never played the cooking or game. a PSP game. It is not Kitchen Mama. It's Cooking Mama World Kitchen. Okay, there you go. That sounds like something you'd like. Yeah, well, I don't play. I don't have a PSP or a DS. I do have a DS somewhere. It's, it's a Wii. Wii is it a DS. Wii game or yeah. Wii? Yeah, I don't have a Wii. Griffin, it sounds like something you would hate. Yeah, no, but he's just into cooking. Okay, like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> two things you love: cookings and mamas. <laughs> <laughs> I do like moms. Um, mom, a mom, you, not my mom. I mean, you. You're a mother. I like you. It's okay. I like moms too. Peter com- apparently, Peter complained about cooking mama at some point. I remember that, yeah. and they had to respond to it. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Fucking ca- game. They complained about Super Meat Boy as well. And they, 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 I mean, that's their job, right? They're there to complain. Yeah, but I mean, I think that you, if you complain about every single thing, and if it's something that's not actually hurting animals, are you, aren't you taking away from your like your real message? It's raising awareness. <laughs> um, unless their real message is that they're annoying as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Which they seem to be hitting on very well. There, let me see. I got to look up here. What was, uh, what was Super Meat Boy's response? They had a really funny response. They I don't did. remember what it was. I but what it was they... too. I'm going to look it up while you guys go on to something else fun. You want to so, hear something else fun? Yeah. I got, I got tattooed over the weekend. Nice. Yeah. What'd you get? I got. Um. Well, I was gonna work on this tarot arm that I'm doing, but the the my artist is a friend of mine that I only see like once a year, and so we didn't have time to like do a pre consultation or whatever. Mm. So she drew it. So hastily yeah, drawn she, she, last minute tattoo. No, no, no. She drew it when she was in San Francisco, but oh, okay. when she brought it, it was way too big for my arm. So and if she shrank it down, like he wouldn't match size wise, the guy wouldn't match the other mm-hmm. like thing on the other cards on my arm. So we had to put it on my ribs. Mm. Which was I wasn't really expecting to do it there, and also not. It's it was in a convention hall, which I've been tattooed also, it's before. Fucking giant! It's huge, and it was really painful. But I also had to like upstrip, like in this convention hall, which sucked. I, I don't know. Like I used to be really, I never used to be modest, but now that I'm, I kind of <laughs> am. Like people are walking by, and I think it's because people have camera phones and shit, and they just walk up and start like taking pictures. Yeah, of me there's no like privacy you. screen or anything. No, and like they didn't ask if they could take them, and I was on the table. I couldn't do- move. You know, I was stuck on this yeah. table, like with my shirt pulled up or whatever and i don't know like who these kids like who they are like yeah if anybody has some pics they're, they're probably jacking off to it right now well it might just be like some people had like actual cameras that look like okay maybe they're just taking pictures of the event and this is an event thing mm. and then some people just had their phones out that being pictures. said she told you i'm tattooing you on the ribs you don't have to take your panties off but you <laughs> do. was it what, was it like a cartoon and anytime she hit the ribs it played like a, a music note like the xylophone oh god it was actually it was pretty painful and it was like four and a half hours of it like, was like operation her nose lit up <laughs> <laughs> um but i had a really like a hit a real low point because i came in with tons of energy and i was really positive and then like 15 minutes in the tattoo i felt like i wanted to die well, yeah 15 dude. minutes into a four and a half hour tattoo you're oh, fucking no, I had, crazy i hit, I hit a second tattoo. wind it's oh. weird like i don't know if, if you have like a big tattoo there's like you'll get that like a low point but if you can get past it like that hour then you'll have like a second wind and like i don't know if it's just like a rush of endorphins or what but it's big okay mm-hmm. well congratulations thanks so if only there was a way to avoid all that pain <laughs> <laughs> no i'm getting to that point where like but this is it sucks because it's further down, so now I have to figure out a way to connect the arm and then still fill, finish the arm. So it's way more tattoos than I was anticipating, and I'm getting to that point too where it's like I don't really see the point in getting tattoos, and they are just now it's just painful because they're huge and everywhere, and like mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting to where I, like I'm almost done. Like I, I hit finish this one and I'm done. I hit that point about thirty thirty one where I realized that you, you're just paying money to have somebody hurt you for hours. Yeah, and it's like I already get that out of marriage anyway. Oh. <laughs> hey, did <laughs> you want to be alone? No. But no, tattoos suck. <laughs> yeah, they they do, and and it's also like you get older, and you're like, there's very few things that 
I'm going to be excited about forever. Like I'm more interested in just having something that looks good. But even then it's like, you know, it's harder to travel. Like we went to England and people are just glaring and it's not like Austin's really like nice and people are friendly and you can kind of have a job with tattoos here, like any job with tattoos and piercings here. But getting out of Austin, you realize that the rest of the world hasn't quite caught up to that. (laughs) I find that on YouTube. Thank you very much. (laughs) Internet exposed me to that. I didn't need to get a passport to figure that out. So here's what here's what uh, Team Meat, the makers of uh, Super Meat Boy, said to, to PETA or in response to the PETA complaint. They tweeted, hey, how many PETA members does it take to change a light bulb? None. PETA can't change anything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. They're pretty fucking funny. That was pretty funny. And that reminds me, too, have you seen these awesome guys on YouTube who make the ridiculous meals? Oh, yeah. And they made for Christmas, they made a slaughterhouse, which what? is their version of a gingerbread house. What? You, I can't possibly explain it. You right, just have, have to, to look watch it up. It. Jack, it Jack up. can tell you who it is. They, it's a whole series they do, and they just like they make like one hundred thousand calorie meals. Wow! And they all sit down and eat them. Like this was this was a gingerbread house, but it was a meat house. The way the guy described it, he goes, "It's a gingerbread house, but it's we replaced the ginger <laughs> gingerbread with slaughtered animals. It's essentially steak walls, bacon roof." Covered with bacon flakes for snow, uh, and it was completely <laughs> filled with molten cheese whiz. I am so fucking I guess the hungry cheese, now. Is the cheese whiz like the mortar? Yeah, well, that's no. They glued. What was they? They used pork, ground pork for the mortar for the bricks for the steak. Hmm. Oh, so it was like little chunks of steak. You got to see. I can't even explain it right. All right, you got to see it. We'll check it out. Every, I'm sure everyone's uh, looking at it right now. I think those dudes are Canadian, actually. Too. I think they are Canadian. They sound Canadian, and they're awesome. You know who else is awesome? Australians are awesome. Have you heard about what's everything that's going on down in Brisbane? Crazy. No. Floods. Oh, yeah. I heard about some 13-year-old kid dying today. Yeah, a 13-year-old kid who died because he told the rescuers to take his 10-year-old brother first. Yeah. Man, that's Very rough sad. stuff, dude. That's rough stuff. They couldn't take both of them? I guess not. Apparently, it's like a 16-foot wall of water just washing through that part of Australia. Mm-hmm. You have no idea it's coming. I mean, it's like literally mm. a flash flood. It's there one second. There's a video I saw online of a guy videotaping out the back of his office, and there's a creek, and you can tell the creek is a little bit overflowing. And then within a four- or five-minute video with a couple edits, um, it completely consumes the parking lot and carries away, like, eight cars. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. More than that. Maybe half, you know, yeah. maybe a dozen, two dozen cars. Awful. That reminds me, speaking of weather, I have, I guess we have some pretty bad weather in America right now, too, they say. And CNN had a pretty <laughs> funny headline. I guess it snowed in Atlanta. And the, their headline was Hot Atlanta, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was fucking funny as hell. Hot Atlanta, that's pretty, that's funny. pretty yeah. funny. You know, Hot Atlanta is like the whole thing, and then Hoth. From no, the I got you. I'm explaining it to Griffin, no, I'm just... who still thinks C-3PO is Darth Vader on her Star Wars. <laughs> 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 I hate um, you. Griffin is, is secretly steaming from the marriage comment that you made about, about <laughs> oh, yeah. talk about it. Yeah, what, let's talk about New Orleans. What was, no. the, what was the, what's the most painful part of your marriage that you were just talking about? Uh, uh, are you there, you're asking what our main issue is? Well, he said that the replacement of the pain from the tattoos has been replaced by the pain of marriage. Oh, right. That was so just wanna, a joke. Let's, there let's, was nothing behind that. Honestly, I was not even listening to him. Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst part. She's <laughs> fucking listening. It's the indifference. I was too yeah. busy looking at Gus behind you. Yeah, that's right. Soak it in. Gus, you need a haircut. <laughs> no, it's true. No, you nah, don't have a haircut. No, I don't think grow I'm going to do it. Grow I'm going to grow it out again. I'm going to get all shaggy and gross like I did when I didn't cut it, it for a year and a half. If it gets to the point where it's driving you crazy, let's just style it. Spike <laughs> it. Dude, spike it straight up and you could look kind of like that million dollar voice dude. Oh, yeah. He got a he got into trouble with the police. Yes, he oh, did. Really? Yeah. He, <laughs> I guess the police got called. There was a disturbance at a hotel he was staying at because he was uh, in a argument with his sister. I, 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 he I was, heard like, about it. I employed and everything now. I heard. Yeah, he yeah, was a craft. 
You but uh, I think that it's probably hard to bounce back from being homeless. Yeah, and crazy. You, you become homeless for a reason. Who I knows, heard the who interview. Knows what happens to you? The interview yeah. with him. Supposedly, he was sitting there with his wife, some of his kids, and his sister or her sister, and he was trying to talk to the mom. And one of the kids said something to him, and his kids were like twenty. And he said, "Shut the hell up! I'm trying to talk to your mother right now." And they were like, "Fuck you! Nobody's seen you in twenty years, asshole! You don't talk to us like that." And they started hitting him with stuff. Wow! They, they threw an ice bucket at him. Wow. wow! Yeah. So nice voice, though. It's a shame that things aren't don't seem to be you know his Cinderella story. They, hit, they turned <laughs> around the first commercial with him surprisingly fast. I think like on you know they discovered they had that video on Monday, and I think on a mon- you know on a Monday, and then on the Friday of that week, I saw a Kraft macaroni and cheese commercial that he did voiceover for. Yeah. I think that it it would make sense to use them quickly, right? Because the internet moves yeah. so fast, and at that point, the video. I mean, if you waited too long, I mean, but this guy was probably sleeping under a bridge or oh. like out somewhere, you know, earlier in the week, and then later in the week he's. I'm here. Everyone in America is hearing him do. A crap yeah. Commercial. Also, also yeah. ride that goodwill train really quickly uh, before he gets money and people realize, oh yeah, this guy is a drug addict alcoholic who was six months ago was kicked off a property for pissing in front of a building. Well, plus you have to think too. He's like, you're going to give this guy money. He's he, going to go nuts again. He's going from homeless to actor. I mean, it's not like yeah, you know, the Cinderella. It's not quite a Cinderella story. Maybe so he, he was never like, really homeless. Maybe he was just researching a part the whole time. I'm about ninety nine percent certain that Vigo Mortensen is homeless. I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell. Well, didn't he like live in the woods during the making of Lord of the Rings and like to stay in character with Strider or whatever? What you just said does not surprise me in the least. You look at that guy. That guy looks like a guy who like should have a guitar and be screaming about the I government. Think, like, I think true. the other actors were complaining about him smelling bad, and like finally they had to ask him to take a shower. Or See, something. Really? I feel like, like I heard that, but I don't know where I heard it. Like every two years, David Cronenberg just goes out to the woods and is like. Caw, caw. <laughs> no, he comes down the mountain. He releases, he releases a falcon with a note tied to its talons. <laughs> the falcon knows the way. It's um, cute, though. Hey, so you're talking about uh, Australia. Remind me about something. I guess uh, some red versus blue slash rooster teeth fans in New Zealand are get, having to get together this weekend in advance of our appearance there later this year. You gonna go? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not flying down to Auckland this weekend. Oh, they wanted me to. Give them a mention. So there it is. If you live in Auckland, you should go hang out with them. And then hang out with us in October. I saw a picture of Christchurch, New Zealand, and that place was a lot bigger than I thought it was. Yeah? I guess I had the opinion that everything on the South Island of uh, New Zealand was just more rural and, you know. It is, isn't it? It's supposed to well, be. Well, I know, yeah, but I figured it was just smaller. But, it, man, Christchurch looked pretty big. It looked, as big to, it looked as big to me from the picture as Wellington is. Hmm. I still haven't gotten down to the South Island. But if you, and if you're anywhere, you don't have to be in Auckland. You can be anywhere in New Zealand and go. I guess so. Easy enough. But not if you're from fucking Australia. Stay out of New Zealand. I'm going <laughs> well, to fa- do them a favor right now. They got they got their own problems to deal with right now. I will say one thing about our experience down under is that those people, it's like you can even be from the same country. And if you're from a neighboring city, there's such a rivalry there. Like the different areas of Australia have such a massive rivalry. Whenever we went to Melbourne and said, oh, t- tomorrow we're going to be in Sydney. We have to go to another event in Sydney. They're like, don't go there. Those guys are assholes. <laughs> you know, it's like that in England too, though. Like from like town to town. They have d- derogatory names for everybody. Like, I don't remember them all. Gavin always teaches them to me. But like, but if you're from like Manchester, you're a Brummy or a Geordie, and, and everybody from the South makes fun of you, and they all hate each other. Yeah, but we, we make fun of all the other cities and everyone else in Texas. Yeah, but it seems, it seems a little more vitriolic when they do it. Hmm. I don't know. I just want to say I'm also going to be at Emerald City Comic Con on – it's either March 4th or 5th we'll be there, I believe. Really? Pretty sure it's the 5th we're going to be there. Really? I didn't know that was even on the events page. No, we're, we're going to be a part of the, the Halo Waypoint booth. 
Oh, uh, it's very cool. cool. Or I don't know if it's called Halo Waypoint or if it's called the 343 booth, but uh, we'll be there as part of that. And I don't know exactly when we're going to be there, but it'll be the weekend of March the 4th. Yeah, that's the weekend before PAX East. <laughs> is it is the so- weekend before PAX East. Who's going? Uh, it's going to be me, and I think I'm going to go upstairs and try to convince Joel to come with me to Seattle. We, there you go. we, we had to settle it. on the numbers before we could settle on who's going, but I'm definitely going. Yeah. And I should never say definitely with events. But I will, <laughs> I'm definitely going, and uh, I'm going to walk upstairs and see if Joel wants to go as well. So is that Spike from Buffy? Is he, he's going to be there? James Master, Marsters will also be there all three days. William Shatner will be there only on Saturday. I don't know if I can compete with that. Yeah, thanks for Spike, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah, no, I, I don't like blonde guys, but I like this character. Well, too bad that we're going to be just coming back from Australia and just about to go to PAX, so yeah. we won't have the free time PAX, to go. Uh, PAX East? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this I'm is, on that. This is that. interesting. On their featured guests, they have people from, like, Walking Dead on there now. Like this dude, the guy from Boondock Saints that's also in The Walking Dead. He's on there. Looks a little bit like Jeff. Really? In the sense that he looks like homeless. Yeah, homeless. <laughs> like they're sharing a tent next to Vigo Morton. <laughs> I don't think Vigo would use a tent. I think he would just sleep out under the stars. Yeah, he's living in a Hooverville. Ready to hollow out a log or something. Yeah, or he'd hollow out a caribou and sleep in that. <laughs> <laughs> he read My Side of the Mountain when he was ten and was like, "That's gonna oh, be shit, me that's, someday." Monty was talking about that's weird because we were just talking about that in the studio the other day. Monty was talking about how that was his favorite book and that was his plan for adulthood. Yeah, like he was just gonna wander off and shirk society forever. <laughs> He was going to go Unabomber on everyone? <laughs> no, he was just going to he was just gonna go and like live off the land yeah. by himself. <laughs> Is he going to pull all the escape tree bark off of every tree he sees? I, I think I saw the other day that the land that the Unabomber lived on was for sale. Yeah, I saw that too. It was like super cheap. Like you could buy it, including that little shack for like $60,000. It would be awesome if it had the hoodie in it. <laughs> Bernie, uh, you sh- showed this to Jack last night who showed it to me this morning. Yep. The uh, um, Cameron from... Ferris Bueller's Day Off, his house where his parents lived, you know, where he oh, right. kicked the car yeah. out the window, mm-hmm. is for sale in Chicago right now for like $1.6 million. You'd be dumb not to buy it. I know. <laughs> you know, at one point, the... Uh, the We should buy that and make Ferris Bueller's Day Off too. Yes. Film it in the house. You know, you say that, but I saw a movie the other day that was a teen comedy, and it was clearly modeled after the John Hughes teen, com- teen comedies. It was... um. Is that Emma Stone movie Easy A? Oh, oh, yeah. And I watched it. I have a thing now where, like, on my treadmill, I have it set up so I have a TV like right in front of my treadmill, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But I end up just running basically one movie a night, and the other night I selected Easy A. And wow, that was there, there's a reason why John Hughes makes John Hughes movies and nobody else does. Let's really? Just put, let's just put it that way. I almost rented it. So I mean, you should, why not watch it? I mean, you know, but just just for the interesting experiment. I wanted to watch The Social Network last night, nope. but my wife insisted that we oh, watch a shitty horror film. You know film. what? You act like I fucking insist all the time. Jeff picks the entertainment in our family. And if he doesn't for, get his obviously way, for good throw reason. a fucking tantrum like he is right now. Obviously for good reason. This is because... the one night I was like, no, I really want to watch horror. Let's watch The Last Exorcism. Is that yeah. what this was? Yeah, The Last you. Exorcism. Well, that was a fantastic No, film. it wasn't great. But I was at that point, I was just so annoyed that the one time I actually pipe up and I'm like, no, I want to watch this. You had to be such a jerk about it and explore every no, single option other than that. because last week you wanted to watch Devil, too. So we watched that, and then you immediately fell asleep. Oh, well. So that's two, two, two fucking movies in a row. I don't remember that at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, then, then he woke up at like, Millie really woke up for some reason. So he was up at like four in the morning and like every like 15 minutes he'd like shift or something to like make sure that I knew that he was still awake because he Damn right sleep. I did. <laughs> <laughs> did and then really? this morning. I absolutely did. I told her, I said, listen, this movie is about a dad whose daughter gets uh, a demon inside of her and they're going to have to kill her. And I do not want to watch this film. Because I have a, she a, a young daughter, okay, but, it's, it's creepy to me. And I, and I, I said, if, if I can't sleep tonight <laughs> because I'm having nightmares about 
Millie being a, having a demon in her, then I'm going to wake you up. And you said, okay, I, I accept those terms. Okay. And so I fucking followed through. But then we watched the movie and it wasn't really that awful or bad or scary. And then this girl, she wasn't like, I wouldn't have watched it if it was like a five-year-old girl or whatever, but she was like supposed to be 16, 15. 17. But then every f- 15, whatever year old girl in movies looks like 20 anyway. So it was not, I was able to disconnect from the whole father-daughter relationship a little bit. But anyway, so Millie gets up and then she gets into bed of this because she's like had a nightmare or something. And so she's, she sleeps on the one outer edge and Jeff sleeps on the other outer edge. And I'm in the middle because we just have like a queen bed. Mm-hmm. And so I can't move the entire night. I'm just like stuck in this like, I don't know. But so I had a horrible night sleep. And then this morning when I get in the shower, I just mention it. And Jeff's just like, oh, you had a horrible night sleep? You did? <laughs> you weren't up from like four to like he gave me like a certain number of 230 hours. 2.30 to 5.30. <laughs> sitting in bed <laughs> trying to use a stupid comic reader on the iPad. Yeah. That light kept me up too. The light from the iPad. Oh, did the iPad light like keep you up? Oh, I'm so sorry. So anyway, that's where we are this, this morning. Is, this is the worst part. Of so the that's the worst part of your marriage. Yeah. This is the part that causes you pain. Is uh, entertainment selection? No, it's it's that, but it's also the. I don't know if every relationship is like this, or if this is if it's just Jeff's fault. But um, <laughs> <laughs> where you have to like always compete with each other over who has it worse. Like that's the thing that we do a lot lately. Who so who does have it worse? Uh, I think this conversation points that out pretty clearly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't know. Like yesterday was like that too when like we, we got off work and then we were talking. Oh, you were giving me shit because I didn't haven't figured out a new fence yet. And I was like, well, I'm sorry I've been working. You're like, oh, you've been working? You've been working really? And then he starts going about how much he's been working. I'm like, yeah, I never No, I just pointed out. I was like, I understand you're very busy from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And that's the only time in the day that you could research fences. <sighs> Let's drop this. <laughs> and besides, I work more than 9 to 5. Everyone here does. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. That's very entertaining. It's always a blast to have the two of you on the podcast. <laughs> I'd like to go back to New Orleans for a moment. <laughs> Come remember, to think of it. <laughs> remember that happy place where, where you guys were? You know how my wife and I solve the entertainment uh, issue in our house when it comes up? How's that? We have two TVs. Yeah. How hard is that, guys? I, I offered. I was like, I'll just go watch it in the bedroom because I'm not a fucking pussy about it. So, And then you were just Ooh. like, you're like... I don't know why, but you then you you insisted we watch in the living room. So like, I okay, appreciate fine. spending time with you. I didn't marry you so that I could spend my life you, in two you different You married bedrooms. me so you can complain about everything the next oh, day. You're right. He is a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I like being around you. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> the glutton for punishment. How long, how long have you guys been married now? Uh, uh, five and a half years. Yeah. Five and a half years. We've known each other yeah. for about five years and seven months. <laughs> <laughs> Married for five and a half years, known each other one day longer. Have we ever, <laughs> have we ever told the story of uh, your engagement announcement to Gus? Uh, uh, yeah. I think yeah. we probably have. We've told it a couple was times. Was that the baby announcement or the engagement? It was engagement. The, engagement. the baby announcement was, we're having a baby, and Gus said, I'm moving out. <laughs> the engagement announcement was, I said, hey, Griff and I are engaged. We're going to get married. And Gus said, I think that's a terrible <laughs> idea. And then walked out. That's a Griffin. Well, Gr- Griffin, uh, Griffin really appreciated it. She said she's trying to be more direct this year. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard to be direct without being a dick. It really is. Well, that's, yeah. But then you have to wonder, like, because there, there's a fine line where you're like, you want to be direct, you want to be the honest person, people know what, what, where they stand with you, or you're that person that's like, I'm keeping it real, and just an asshole to everybody. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. hard yeah. to figure yeah. out where to be. Yeah. It's tough. The people who keep it real never want it kept real for them. No. <laughs> that's definitely true. They, they want to live in their own fantasy world as well. I'm going to try to be passive this year. More passive. <laughs> I'm going to try to be more backbiting. If I there, there's one thing we need in this office. It's more passive-aggressive email. Oh, my God. We need more of that. You said one this morning. I, I tried not to be. Was I snippy? Did it come across? It was, I, it I, was, I tried to be informative. <laughs> 
someone came into my office and I'm took... I'm going to inform you how you've wronged me. ...took half of my XLR cables for podcast production, so uh, I was running around trying to find them all morning. No, I love you. Like- and then it, well, it, what, what upset me more was because yesterday we got that box in of the Bulletstorm stuff, and I was trying to find the fucking 5D to film, and I couldn't find it because it was scattered all over the place, too. I love how you said it up to you. Like, just so you know, everyone, I would appreciate it if you didn't take these uh, cables because I need them for the podcast. On a related note, somebody took my goddamn cable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want my cables today. back. I had, I had to take someone else's cables to do the podcast today. That is true, though, guys. You and I were going to film that unboxing of the Bulletstorm box, so the very, very cool box we got uh, yesterday, by the way. And uh, it took you like 40 minutes to get the camera together. Yeah, it was like, where's the camera? Oh, it should be in the bag. You're right. It should be in the bag, but it's not in the fucking bag. And then you get the camera and you're like, where's the lens? Where's the microphone? Yeah. Where's the cards? Where's the cards? That's always yeah. the thing. The cards are always missing from that thing. Yeah. Oh, where are the batteries? Here's the real oh, problem. they're all dead. I know who took your XLR cables. Uh-oh. Someone asked me if it was okay. They showed me a set of XLR cables. A set. I said, is it okay if I use these? And I said, and I said, sure. Like, he was going to take them home for the night. Ah, gotcha. It was Marshall. So Marshall's <gasps> two weeks in a row now has had a rough podcast. <laughs> doesn't matter. He doesn't listen anyway. I, I did not defend Marshall enough on last week's podcast. When Griffin was grousing, <laughs> Marshall Marshall's up there all the time editing constantly. Yeah. They're actually shooting a really cool short right now. It's been uh, I've been pretty impressed by some of the I've, stuff I've seen in it. I've seen them shooting. I, I've intentionally not asked. I want to wait till uh, they're further along. You're talking about the, the never-ending short that they've been shooting for weeks. What, what happened to being direct <laughs> <laughs> with, with the passive stuff? I think they're I done know. shooting it, aren't they? I don't know. They cleaned up their mess. Oh, they did. I saw Chris cleaning it up yesterday. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. So. I think they're probably done. Bitching. You want to talk about a long fucking shoot? Let's talk about food. Food was a long shoot? Yeah. For me, it, well, was. it was. I thought, I thought it was pretty short, actually. No, I had to do like so. About, I, did, I did like 12 reshoots. You're talking about the food episode of Immersion. Food episode of Immersion. Yeah. Well, and that was, I think it's because that was, we were also doing reshoots for a lot of the episodes at the same time. So it came across, I think that episode came across worse. But in general, we had reshoots, you know? Yeah, it happens. I couldn't get a haircut forever because of immersion. I'm so happy I was able to get a haircut finally. My yeah. wife was bugging me constantly to get a haircut. I came home with my haircut. And she goes, oh. <laughs> I got I to gotta come up with permanent, uh, a permanent look, facial hair thing because I'm, I'm sick of that too. That was a nightmare doing immersion. Yeah. Well, and it, the thing is like every time they would say, okay, we have a reshoot, they wouldn't plan for facial hair. So then we'd, you'd shave and then I'd have to like draw it on you. you yeah. They you, literally you got, they would go. You got really good at giving Jeff facial hair. She that did. last time I was. I've been giving Chris facial hair too. Brandon literally came to me and said, hey, can you shave for a reshoot? And I go, yeah, sure. So I shaved at the office for a reshoot. And then later that day goes, uh, I need you to have a beard again. It's like in the same day. <laughs> can really? Couldn't we do that reason first? Was Chris, was Chris, right you, you said you've been giving Chris facial hair. Did you give him facial hair on Monday? Um, I don't. What day is this? That goatee. This is Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. I just darkened. Like, I thought that was real. I thought it was real. Too. I thought I, I, fucking awesome. I thought he had facial hair. I thought it was really weird. And then he showed up clean shaven yesterday. I was like, oh, I guess he shaved it. Uh, off. Yeah, I've had actually. Cause I've been doing that. I'm getting better because I've had to do a lot for Jeff. And then Chris, this this short that they're doing is um, they've had to because of the weather. They started at a certain like light mm-hmm. and then they're having trouble matching it so they have to wait for a certain time of day and can uh, only work for a few hours hour, hours at a time so i've gotten to do gotten pretty good at facial hair you nice. know how i learned i used uh used to help people get ready for drag shows there you <laughs> go drag kings all that drag show experience finally paid off. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. You would put facial hair on people in drag? For women in drag. Drag kings. Well, I, I used to de- do decorating for drag shows at Texas State. Um, I was in Lambda. And so I did all of the like set decorating for that. And then I had friends who were – like we were – I was in the club. So then everyone would get ready to go and then I would put their beards on or whatever, like the girls that hmm. wanted to be in drag. I didn't even know that existed. The drag oh, yeah. Women would dress as men. Yeah. I didn't know that. All right. Fair enough. It's cute. <laughs> I like I like girls in drag. 
I, don't, I have no idea no, what no, to no, talk no. about <laughs> after that. I, I mean, I can't follow that's that up. Conversation with, killer. With hey, uh, <laughs> I, oh, time. oh boy, we should wrap things up. Um, did you all see? I guess that uh, Blu-ray players are phasing out analog connections. They're only going to have deliver HD over HDMI. My new TV has four HDMI ports on the back, and I could not be happier. Yeah, nice. ours does too. It's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. By the way, when did TVs get so thin? I don't know. They've been working out. I don't know. You mean the LED ones, right? Yeah, like that one right behind us, Gus's, and then the one I bought, the cheap LG one I bought. They're like it's like a as thin as like a cracker. You awesome. should see those Samsung ones. They're like 0.3 inches. I know, dude. I saw those. Those are insane. <laughs> you eat some pretty thick crackers. <laughs> <laughs> if you literally had a cracker as thick as a well, like Melba toast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Not these the... are thin, but they go crazy. You can't slide one under a door. 0.3 inches, dude. Not the width of a cracker, like the the length of a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. The little square, the square size of a cracker. Yeah, sure. But I, I, I'm happy because it's light too. Like I went to go hang yeah. my TV, and I think my last TV was 150 pounds, and my God. newest one's like 35. So that's pretty cool. You know, you don't need to do as much work. I feel a little more confident, like hanging even with a drywall anchor. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, definitely. 30. I mean, some picture frames weigh more than that. But I, uh, I, I've been very happy about that, just because it's nice to have finally, after all these years. Audio and video in one cable. I mean, yeah. why, why did that perplex us for so long? It's nice. I mean, it's like the, that whole video standard industry. Like, who's the moron who made two red cables? <laughs> you know, That's the I, dumbest thing ever. <laughs> oh, one's video and one's audio. They're totally different. And also, like, like why is a USB, the normal size USB plug, why is that exactly the same width as a network plug? Oh, yeah. God, that's the worst. And why is it impossible to tell which side is up and which side is down on a USB Oh, yeah. Cable. Like when you're plugging in, it's like, oh, this way. Nope, upside down. You know, I don't think I have ever plugged a USB cable in right the first try. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's been it. a, a, upside down every single first attempt I've ever made. Yeah, you just have to look and see which one has more of an indentation. You just remember really? it that way. You just remember it that yeah. way. Yeah. I guess. Actually, the, the USB, the symbol on the, like, the outer casing is always on one side of it. And if you can learn with your computer which side the little USB symbol goes – then you know which way you're headed. Have you all seen a USB three cable yet? No. It's uh the the computer connection is pretty much the same, but then this other one, the device connection is a little weird. It looks like two connectors. Yeah, it looks like yeah. a the uh, other end had a baby. Yeah, it's weird. And it's it's like a kangaroo pouch. It should all be, wi- it should <laughs> right? all be wireless. It should all be wireless. We should uh, have wireless power at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't there a wireless USB spec oh. in the works? I think. Speaking of wireless power, oh, sorry, did you need to? No, go ahead. Um, you sent that link out about the contact lenses that are going to have LED lights in them. Oh, that's crazy. And it's like wireless power from a battery pack that you wear in a belt. Is that what you were saying? Yep. Well, I don't know. I, I was just looking it over as a cool oh, kind of costume thing. Oh, I just, Yeah, that, that, that's what I read. Yeah. And then right next to it, there was an article about how you shouldn't wear um, cosmetic – you shouldn't wear like uh, costume uh, contact lenses unless you actually have a prescription for lenses. Just because they, they're ruining people's eyes. And mm. if you don't have a prescription, you can, can really seriously – How else are you going to get your cat eyes though? Well, you have to go to a doctor and have him prescribe cat eyes. Hey, speaking of contact lenses, uh, I opened up my wall locker today in the break room, and there was a bunch of contact lenses in my wall locker. Those belong. Yeah, I found some contact lenses on my desk too. Somebody, I put them on the kitchen table. Okay. Have you seen eye tattoos that people are getting? They're injecting ink into their eyes. That's not real, is it? Oh yeah, people are doing that because people are stupid. Yeah, I think I saw somebody who got like a Seattle Seahawks eye tattoo. What? I no. Yeah, show you a picture, guys. Look at that. It looks awful. Oh, I, w- to... I really wish you hadn't shown me that. I know. It's terrible, right? The ones above it are worse. Like, there's this big glob of blue. 
It's awful. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> it's cool. really terrible. Griffin will have one in six months. No, I think I'm. I'm just gonna wrap this up over here, and then I think I'm done. So you yeah. just have like the outline. You need to get it. You want to see it? It's, right? get, it's in the gross stage. If you guys want to see it. You no, I read your what Twitter about it. What does the gross stage mean? Oh, it's it's like, a flake. It's like flaking. Shed. I'll just I'll just show you guys later. Okay. I, I'll just look it up on somebody's Flickr account from yeah. the convention center. <laughs> God. It's fucking huge. It's like this big. It's pretty big. The um, Let the record show I it was like that. Okay. <laughs> it was yeah. the size of a cracker. Yeah. <laughs> Since Jeff has no idea how big a cracker is. Everything is cracker-sized. <laughs> look at my new cracker-sized laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to make some point about something I forgot now. There you go. I'm sure it was fucking awesome, though. Was it I'm, about tattooing or? No, I, I think it was. I don't know. I can't no. remember. So Whatever. Can't Forget it. Gross. Move on. No, don't, don't do all on so the past. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty creepy. I would never screw with my eyes ever in any way. Well, you got LASIK, though. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I came back around to it. See? You know what I always get creeped out by is uh, people who wear colored contacts. And it's only certain certain colors, but there was for a while where they look like pixelated. And you couldn't see them until you got like really close to somebody and you were like talking to them face-to-face from a few feet away. Huh. You never seen those? They almost look like painted contacts. They, they, huh. were, they were the early colored contacts. Like the super vibrant colored colors? Typically, it's when someone goes from a darker eye color to a lighter eye color. Mm-hmm. They had, you know, as opposed to like somebody like tinting their eyes like from a gray to a green or something like that. Usually when someone's going from brown huh. to green, they they were creepy to me. That's and weird. I, I always had trouble looking at people with that. Have you seen people- those contact lenses that make the iris of your eye bigger? They make oh. it look like your iris is a, a, like a lot bigger in, uh, in your eye. Why would you want that? It's more of like a, an anime, anime look almost. Oh, uh, okay. It's, it's Why weird. would you want that? Uh, <laughs> it'd be interesting though because isn't that one of the ways they tell if you're lying? Your pupil's changing size? But this is the iris, like the colored part. Yeah, it makes oh, it look it makes like the a iris bigger, yeah, not the pupil not bigger? Not the pupil, the iris, oh, okay. like the colored part of your eye. That's interesting. That's that, funny. I, so when your, eye, so your pupils dilate when you're lying? So there's some there's something about that I don't remember what it was but there's yeah there's some way you can look at the pupils dilating and tell it's also lying. what are you looking at me for like that? oh just because of base we Jeff had a, never lies that's a good no song. we had a little bit of a a moment last night and you came out like you hurt my feelings and then you were like trying to be sincere and sweet but your pupils were huge well I, I was probably like, what does that mean it's probably because <laughs> of the lighting your pupils dilate based on how how much light it's like an aperture mm-hmm. so it's probably really dark but we were saying no we we're in the kitchen yeah the kitchen's dark as shit. Lying, uh, an indicator of lying is more blinking and pupil dilation. Oh. Was he blinking? I don't remember about the blinking. <sighs> well, you said they were, they, you said they were, they were, they were, they were big, right? Big. Pupil dilation would mean that it was smaller, right? No, yeah. dilating dilation is bigger. Big. Oh, like okay. when they dilate your pupils at the ophthalmologist bigger, uh, and they make them bigger. So what were you lying about? Yeah, that's a, he was like, he was talking, he was telling me how much Sorry, Jeff, I was trying to cover up for you. (laughs) I wasn't lying about anything. You're you're lying right now. Look at you. Your pupils are the size of crackers. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this podcast. (laughs) (sighs) What do you guys want to do for lunch? We should should probably get some lunch. I'm starving. I want donuts. You guys want to have donuts for lunch? No. Hey, you should take her to Gordo's, right? There, she never wants to go to Gordo's. Here you go, take her to Gordo's. I wanted to there, go the other night, and everyone's like, no, we're dieting. There's a place on Brody that Jason always talks about at KC Donuts. I've never been there. Oh, yeah. He used to get sick from that. And he, Pretty yeah. cold today, isn't it? That's true. It is cold. Gordo's well, I, is outside. Okay. I wouldn't mind going. Let's go someplace, though, guys. All right. Let's go. All right. Well, let's, uh, well, let's wrap this up. Let's talk more about local food. <laughs> Come on. You want to go to Marty's and get a, a, chate, a, a melted cheese plate? Yes. <laughs> we can do Marty's. I'm going to call it the chate. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> go get a chate. All right. So anything else before we wrap up? Geez, you're really on a hammer spree. We go to Galaxy Cafe. Okay. It's lunchtime. That place isn't bad.
Mm. Like crushing everything here. God. Lunch. Have fun. Okay, I, okay. I want to crush you like a cracker. <laughs> All right. Uh, now it's just overdone. Yeah. Even you said wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Went too far. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.